0: Welcome back everyone. We took a small hiatus during the holidays. I enjoy making these episodes, really I do, but everyone's got to eat and sleep sometime. So I don't want to feel chained to this microphone, so I had to take a break. Anyways, I'm refreshed and it's a new year. Hope everyone had a safe and fun time during the holidays. Anyways, Let's dive back into our current series of showing interesting films from popular genres of film that the everyday person casually looks for in a movie. So this week, we're going into the genre of spy movies, from shoe phones to the classic ejector seat and spy car to fighting sequences and more. This genre is famous for having morally gray characters, either hero or villain. They usually have many layers, not everything is as it seems. You could say they're more than meets the eye. Yes, I made intentional Transformers jokes, sports fans, but I digress. And finally, the moment of truth. The movie this week we will dive in the review of the genre of spy films is The King's Man. As an extra bonus, it's a spoiler-free episode, and you're welcome. So, your mission, if you choose to accept it, is the following listen and grow in your movie buff power. For safety reasons, this recording will not self destruct and just sit there in the digital ether like all the other episodes. Sorry, life is not always exciting every minute. That's just how things are. (laughs) If you've gotten the reference, I owe you a high five if I ever see you on the street. Anyways, lots of rabbit trails today, folks. Forgive me, I'm a heathen in the case that I don't get my caffeine fix from coffee. So, my attention is everywhere and nowhere today. Just one of those days, I guess. Once again, I won't be a podcast tease, and let's get into the good stuff with this movie. Kingsman is technically a prequel to a running series of spy movies called The Kingsman, but you don't need to know anything about the other two films to get the plot. It sits on its own this time, folks. This film takes place through the course of the First World War, and through many different locations around the world to Africa, to England and the trenches of France and more. The film follows the Duke of Oxford played by the famous Ralph Fiennes, Fiennes? I never heard it out loud. Sorry if I butchered the last name, just reading a script. Who is also famous for playing M in another famous spy genre set in a British spy agency, uh, 007. And also as the dark Lord himself, Voldemort from the Harry Potter series. Am I gonna get in trouble for saying his name, Harry Potter fans? He should not be named. No, I'm good. Great, horrible Harry Potter joke, but we'll move on. The Duke is torn between protecting his son from the horrors of war and helping his country to survive it in means of secret correspondence networks and eventually covert missions. Things escalate in the war and the Duke must decide how long can he stay on the sidelines as the cost of war comes to his doorstep. This movie is entertaining from start to finish with some jokes, use of famous figures of history and historic events with a secret society plotting to control the world. Huh, I feel this plot is a slight ripoff from the last Assassin's Creed movie, but hey, what do I know? This film does a good job deconstructing the genre, avoids most of the cliches, and makes a good attempt of doing its own thing. Plus, I have a feeling that this spy series is going to do the exact same thing like they did with the X-Men movies, make a series of prequels after an attempt of making sequels of their own. I don't know how I feel about it, just an observation. I recommend giving this movie a watch, but as a warning to our budding viewership, this movie is not for kids by any means. It's rated R for a reason, like depictions of graphic violence, gore, sensuality, and use of swear words and people smoking. The horrors of smoking. (laughs) I only want to further empower you, the viewer, in making informed decisions in your film-watching journey. Let's shift gears to our next segment called Filmology, where I tell you a film term, role, techniques, and more to help you get insider scoop on how they make that sweet movie magic. This week's term is more of a general term, but is helpful to know nonetheless. The term is deconstruction. This term is often associated deconstructing a genre, detail in the narrative, its plot, or other subjective elements of a film. But the idea of the use of this term is seeing what the subjective element is like, for an example, a category of film slash genre that has been made, take a critique of it and making it different for all to see. From going outside of the mold of those expectations slash things of the genre that people have defined as to being self-aware and making jokes about themselves. Does that make sense to everybody? We good? Good. Now we shift to our last segment of the podcast called Fun Facts, where I share facts that are fun to know about the movie around it and the making of it, thus further impressing your friends, your family, and others who are jealous of your movie buff power. I don't know, you alive. This is one of the many films in Hollywood that have been delayed released in the theaters for many reasons. We can probably make a whole episode about it, but that's for another time. Just it was delayed about three to four times. Also, the film has highlighted real life events from the war to end all wars in the critical plot points of the narrative, like assassination of the Archduke Ferdinand to the Russian Revolution. Those frickin' Bolsheviks! And all the weirdness of the famous monk Rasputin. Yes, I can tell you for a fact, Rasputin is the central antagonist of this film. That gets you to watch it on that fact alone. I'll high five myself. So that concludes this episode. Hope you had a good time listening and growing in your movie buff power. Give it a watch or not, I ain't your mama. Now you can say this to your friends. Have you seen The King's Man?